Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. And I don't want to be that guy. Okay, welcome back to Mr. Irrelevant, the football NFL niffle portion of Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. It's your boy, Padru, over here in Studio Cube, the Cube, and I'm excited to get back into things. It's been a while since we had a Mr. Irrelevant episode. I think last time maybe I was talking about my foray into Cowboys Stadium, you know, kicking field goals on the field and all that, uh, but now that that's just for fun this is serious talking and nfl season starts in just a few weeks so of course i have my boys back in the cube with me a cheesehead marv as well as eric e dash nam uh hello gentlemen what's going on man it's been a long time uh, it, it has been a couple it's months back least, yeah. finally we're like right there i'm excited i'm excited are you guys as excited as I am? Uh, for, just to do this podcast, you mean? Yes. Just for the podcast. I'm literally I changing right now. <laughs> uh, no, for football season, uh, proper to start, I, I presume you mean? Yeah, man. Both. Both. The podcast, football, just everything in general, man. Everything's on the up and up. So. That's great. I mean, as we record this, it is pre-week three of preseason, which traditionally has four weeks in it, four games for your teams. So we could touch on preseason a bit here, but we want to preview the season. And uh, yeah, like you said, you're excited for the podcast. I mean, if anyone has not listened before, uh, that was not a good sentence, really. If anyone has not listened before, <laughs> uh, no, any new listeners to Mr. Irrelevant, normally, what, what do we do during the, a regular episode during the regular NFL uh, E-NOM? E- well, it's more like uh, serious X's and O's talking, hard-hitting investigative journalism. That's right. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You're always bringing in your sources that are, are secret. I mean, you never reveal where they came from. I definitely don't read the URL to, that I get them from. We try to get you to reveal the sources you won't do, it, <laughs> but you get some good info. No, uh, but, but seriously, though, yeah, hard-hitting, of course, no jokes or anything like that, but... But just in general, we we go over the games each week. We kind of pick who's going to win, and we kind of keep a running tally then of who won the week of getting more picks right than the other two. But I have a new wrinkle this year to uh, to go along with that. I mean, we'll still keep picking the games every week. Uh, I would love to you hear guys that. aren't into that. Can anymore. we pause for a second? Who won last year? Well, that's probably something I should have look, remembered to look that's up a before. Good question. So, so oh. none of us remember who won. <laughs> no, I think, did it, well, because, all right, so last season was very complicated. I guess we can get into this for a minute. So last season, you two, Chiesa uh, Marvin and E-Nam, came in a couple weeks into the season, actually. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah we because, did um, That's right. Because my former Mr.'s co-host, regular In-Nam, Pod-Nam, more commonly known as, Went through an existential crisis over football. He quit the pod, this podcast, although we still do our other ones. Check out Brooklyn Rebound Prime or any of our other podcasts. But he uh, decided he didn't want to do this one. So I, I was like, to replace a legend like Padnam, I need to bring in two guys. So 
that's not really what happened. You guys are history, both history in the both, making. <laughs> both much more knowledgeable at NFL than him, anyway. So, but that being said, um, me and Nam had started the tally, or you know, the competition. So, and I was destroying him. So then, when you two came on, at a certain point, you were teaming up against me to catch up. That's right. That's so it wasn't actually now that I remember completely fair in that regard. Then we started tweaking things again. I think what ended up happening was we ended in a tie anyway. Okay. I think we won. Yeah. Or, I, I, or I you guys like won on week one. Maybe won. T- maybe Team Cheese and I won on on uh, week seventeen. But considering you guys don't really even remember, we don't. I, we don't. I, I will just call that a, a practice season. We'll, we'll start the competition this year for real. All right. One versus one versus one. Yes, triple threat match. Okay. For, for my wrestling fans out there. That's right, and uh, all of him. Yes. Chief Amar was supposed to start his own wrestling podcast on the network, but that still has. Uh, it's in the works. It's in the works. I'm gonna do uh, wrestling, MMA. You know, for those people that like oh, get punched MMA in the and face and, and punch people back. Okay. So. That's yeah. not a conflict of interest to have one sport that's uh, a little more on the scripted end, and then they're one both, that's real. They're both kind of like MMA, MMA is scripted. MMA is WWF without the scripted ending. If that makes sense, because the the all the show before the fight, you know, like Connor and Nate Diaz having it throwing water bottles at each other, that's all comes out of WWF's playbook. They know what to okay. do to sell to sell the show, but, and that's all straight WWF. But in WWE, is it only the end of the match that's scripted, and they're really doing their own thing before uh, that? Or? No, no, both both is scripted, but that's the point. So while WWF, while WWE, the majority of it is scripted. Um, it still requires athleticism, whatnot. UFC, all of those, you know, kind of press conferences and all of that. They look at WWF, and that's where they get, you know, all of that conflict from. Okay. The, but then at the end of the fight, they're hugging each other and they respect the shit out of each other because, you know, you just punch each other in the face for twenty five minutes. Okay. So. I mean, does that translate to that the football field, or are you? I mean, some maybe there's some. Uh, I think a little bit. I think I think the NFL does, you know use a little bit of that to, to promote itself. You know, I think everyone does. I think everybody takes a little bit from WWE to promote themselves. Are you suggesting that this beef between Roger Goodell and James Harrison is it's strictly kayfabe? Absolutely. Okay. Kayfabe only. All right. <laughs> well, a lot of people have beef with Goodell these days. Yeah, seriously. And, you know, um, Two of my guys, actually, speaking of people who have to meet with Roger Goodell. Two Packers? Yeah, man. Clay Matthews and, and Julius oh, Peppers. Right. That, that oh, Al Jazeera. That's right. Al Jazeera right. reports. Right. Hmm. Peyton got off the hook, but... Uh, well, of course Peyton did. Yeah, he... You know how I feel about Peyton. I'm on his oh, team right. Peyton all if the time. You, if you will, to the last season, if we want to call it Mr. Irrelevant, uh, there was a lot of discussion of Peyton Manning, of course. And, um, and he won the Super Bowl. Who was team Peyton, who was uh, not. And uh, there was a little conflict there. And it wasn't it wasn't WWE-style conflict. It was real. We were really getting oh, mad real. in the this studio. Was real. This was real. I won't speak a little bit dead, though. Um, but we don't... <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to worry about him this year. He's, you know, he's at the supermarket buying groceries on Sunday now. Yes, sir. Reminiscing about his number in line, so that's that's all he's up to. But well, speaking of Goodell, you know, I did see a, a quick uh, aside here, a little story on Josh Norman, the new uh, Bullets, as we refer to them, uh, aka Redskins, uh, cornerback, formerly of the Panthers. He gave a, an interview this week, and he had some controversial statements, I guess. You want to call it that 
I wrote so, down. <laughs> I heard about that, but I I didn't actually check it out. But um, so, yeah, yeah, fill us in. Cause I wrote down a few choice quotes, and just starting with the Goodell one, since that's how I led into it. He said that Roger Goodell is a dog in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make him a Browns fan? Well, yeah, no. I mean, Browns fans are are people in dog suits. Okay, got it. So it's a little so the he's opposite, the opposite. Really. Okay. Makes sense. Um, and the dog pound there. Yeah, and he was basically following up on that. Or that was based around a uh, statement he was saying that even though Goodell has made the uh, owners a lot of money, really anyone could do that, even a, a dog. Hence leading into that. Do you agree with that? I kind of agree with yeah, that. I, I mean, I don't like Goodell either, but uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I disagree. Or in America. But I mean, this is technically he's... Working for the NFL, Josh Norman, so this could be a controversial statement toward your, what's kind of your boss, I guess. Well, everybody kind of is taking shots at him nowadays, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also said society is soft in general. I think they're asking about, well, specifically his uh, Odell Beckham kind of beef, the fight they were having on the field. Yeah, he and got then, called a bully for that. Right, and then just the rules change for defensive players in general, but he blames society of being soft on that. He said that, well, apparently they found out that he is part Native American, and so he said, yeah, I'm a Redskin playing for the Redskins. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I wish I had a Washington fan here to basically, you know, give us some insight to kind of how they feel, but I don't really know any Washington fans, so... No, I don't yeah. either. I mean, I don't even know what a Redskin is. I guess the Bullets is what he's talking about. The Bullets. Yeah, yeah. The Bullets. He's the part, Bullet Skins. I yeah. think maybe I wrote the quote down wrong. He said, I'm, I'm a Bullet Skin playing for the Bullet Skin. Well, anyway, and then my favorite quote to, to end it off here, he said that he claims that the refs, the referees, are in cahoots with the mob. <laughs> to fix games. Jesus Rocky Christ. Style. He didn't even say, like, I guess I guess that's the implication. He just okay. kind of made a blanket statement that the refs I heard he also called out the owner the of the Panthers. And yeah, well, so also <laughs> he said that um, when I was with the Panthers, they wouldn't let me get uh, press opportunities. And I think maybe we're starting to see why. But he said it was just all about Cam Newton and Luke Keekley. Those were the Panthers' two guys they wanted to push to the front of any type of Thing, you know. I kind of agree with him on so, that, but I mean, why not? You know what yeah. I mean? They're they're the best at their position. Josh Norman's really good. Oh, he's so good. Well, he really but, came on last year, right? Especially. Exactly. Like Keekley and Cam have long and, track uh, records. And it was a surprise that he didn't resign with the Panthers, I guess. But I just can't wait for him to taunt not now. ODB into just actually swinging on two times again. a year, huh? Do you think Twice he went to the Bullet Skins just to be in ODB's division? Absolutely, <laughs> I do. Well, how's it gonna feel when he's picking off Tony Romo three times a game? Oh, he's not gonna right. pick off Tony Romo. He's just he's just gonna get into a literal fist oh, fight with Des Bryant. And That's do you all. mean do you mean he's not gonna pick off Romo because it's gonna be Dak Prescott he's picking off? <laughs> Speaking of the guy right oh, now, shit. geez, he's, well, we, he's we got a full year of Romo. It's not it's not happening. Dak's gonna ride the bench for four years. He's gonna come out ready to play like Rogers, and, and he's gonna put up Rogers like numbers. So it's fine. We can all dream, huh? <laughs> now, for also, since this is kind of like a new listener episode, maybe uh, if, if you're new listeners and don't know our background, maybe we can reiterate that real quick. Eric, of course, is a Cowboys fan. That is correct, sir. I'm myself, I'm a, an unfortunate Browns fan. And Marv is, of course, a Cheesehead. Marv, cheesehead. you can yes, figure sir. it out. Of yep. course, he's a Minnesota Vikings fan. So. <laughs> uh, no, wait, I got that wrong. Uh, Packers fan, right? Bet you so. Care. 
So hey, I'm just what, joking. What, she said, "Why'd you say unfortunate, man? It's the year uh, of Cleveland. You guys that's are true. Up well, and up. all right. Well, so here's the thing too. So yeah, I'm a Browns fan. I say unfortunate because why wouldn't I? They're they're always unfortunate. I am a little guys, optimistic though. With Hugh Jackson, his looks good. Um, RG three. We're talking preseason. He's looked good so far. Again, preseason people look good in the preseason before and hasn't translated. But you make a good point, CHM, that the city of Cleveland has really been having, you know, 2016 in general, a lot of people are saying online, oh, fuck 2016, oh, this year sucks, no, like a lot of people either. dying and whatever, the only you know, people crazy election and all that, yeah, but, the only people but it would be a crazy year like this where yeah. Cleveland's turning their luck maybe around. you guys go 8-8, eight and eight. that's so, a win. <laughs> yeah, that's what Hugh Jackson did in his that's only other year as a head coach with those Raiders, so... Um, yeah, but so, of course, obviously the Cavs The Cavs, the won. Indians are in first place. The Tribes uh, in first in their division. The and um, heavyweight champ Stipe. Oh, right, that guy, sure. They, like, they, they, they had a minor league uh, hockey team that won the championship. So, yeah, with the Tribe, though, it's like normally at this point uh, with football approaching, you know, what is, what is it, three weeks away now at this point or, yeah. or about there, I would be ravenously digging into all NFL news, like, studying tape, getting my X's and O's, you know, really getting into it, looking at fantasy type of things, getting ready for the drafts. But this Cleveland Indians team has got me distracted from all that. Yeah, man, I don't And I'm really, normally at this point, the Indians might not be in it still, and I'm not as following baseball as much. Now they're right in the mix of a possible World Series appearance. So... Okay, cool it. And, of course, so then... <laughs> now, Eric and yourself are also a Texas Rangers fan. Oh, that's so correct. That's yeah. correct. You guys, are, you guys are right in the mix. We, so, we tra- thank you. You know, we want to, you know, you're welcome for the two pieces that you guys received during, in, the, mm-hmm. in the trade deadline from the Yanks. Who, who did the Rangers receive from? They got uh, Carlos oh, Beltran. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they got that asshole, Jonathan Lucroy, declined yeah. the trade to the Indians. That's yeah, correct. But did not have a no-trade clause for the Rangers, so went there. He's been doing well, has he? he I haven't watched a lot of Rangers games. I was sort of checking the Olympic coverage the last couple of weeks. He's a patriot, this guy. Woo. Literally and figuratively. What did you like? Uh, like, what was the top, uh, I don't know, equestrian... Or who, who, who I don't care about horses. I care about <laughs> I care about DeMar DeRozan dunks. Who is doing well on the handball court? <laughs> uh, you're watching uh, USA Basketball, I yeah. see. All right, well, that's fair then. But anyway, I'm getting a little sidetracked. Going back into our our teams, I've devised an added wrinkle to our normal competition for this year. Kind of a fantasy-style game, if you will, that's going to involve our three teams okay. and more. And I'm going to explain that to you and see if you guys agree. But before I do that, why don't we... Uh, let's get a little more in-depth preview into how we're thinking about our teams for this season. So, uh, Marv, you're saying that the Browns might be on the up. Uh, maybe they will or not. Yeah, um, I mean, as far as the offense, uh, you know, on the offense side of the ball, it's looking promising. RG3 is still young. He's now under a, a head coach that I think actually likes him. Right. And will you know <laughs> cater to his needs and his uh, and what he does well. And then you guys have Josh Gordon coming back after four games. You guys drafted a, a Coleman in you know yeah, in the first who round. hasn't played in the preseason yet, so we haven't got a live look at him. Uh, but. you know Duke Johnson, who's who's pretty good. Had at, a pretty good rookie season. Yeah, like I think 
Gary Barnage was yeah, amazing. It'd be interesting to see so. if he could replicate what he did last year. I mean, I and, doubt he can do as well. But and Terrell he, Pryor, Terrell Pryor looks good. Yeah. Now that's been the the one the biggest thing in the preseason for the Browns so far. Both preseason games, huge pass plays from RG three and two Pryor, who's of course the former quarterback from Ohio State, and then in the NFL. And uh, yeah, like in the last game, they were playing uh, what was the Falcons, and there was a big pet. He uh, Pryor Burns, um, Trufant, who's one of the was their best yeah. corner and one of the best corners in the in the league. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. And uh, Pryor burned him for like a fifty yard touchdown. So that was, I mean, I'll be very excited to see a good offense this year if if that's what we have. Yeah, some if, concerns on the line still. I mean, we lost Alex right. Mack, but if um, it's not good, you know, in terms of uh, actual NFL, like you know, winning actual NFL games, it's gonna be a good fantasy team. So yeah, well, yeah. I want to see some Tim wins, but <laughs> but with the D- Browns defense now, mm, I know it's just preseason again too, so that goes both ways. But when I was watching this Browns Falcons game, I saw a lot of missed tackles, a whole lot of missed tackles yeah. from the Browns still, a lot of them not getting off the field on third down, and those are things I've seen up for years now. Have um, that so. problem. Each and every one of our teams, the yeah. Browns, Cowboys, and Packers. What well, about your uh, Cowboys didn't? <laughs> All right. Well, what about your Packers? How optimistic are you this year, Mark? I'm pretty optimistic. Our schedule is look looks pretty favorable. We play the AFC South this year, so that's always you know either three and one or four and zero. Oh. I don't see a reason why the Packers can't win the top seed in the NFC uh, again. Jordy's back. He's off the PUP list, practicing. Right. Aaron hasn't played this. Uh, preseason yet, but he's supposed to be playing a couple series against the Niners uh, in week three of the preseason, which is, you know, really the the actual dress rehearsal for the season. So, you know, I feel good. I feel good about the team. I think they're trying to keep everybody healthy. There haven't been many inju- as many injuries as it was last preseason, which is a fabulous thing. I just hope that Clay Matthews and, and Julius Peppers don't get suspended for some dumb steroid Al Jazeera report, whatever. The problem that I have with that is Goodell, basically, he, he's asking to meet with them. If they don't meet, they'll get suspended. And if they do meet, he gets to choose what suspension they get anyway. Mm-hmm. He, like, he gets to make the choice regardless. Uh, I, kinda, I guess I kind of feel like a Patriots fan at this point. <laughs> yeah, but besides that, I think everything's so looking pretty good. Are you, are, I mean, are they, if they don't meet with him, are they just indefinitely suspended? That's what they said, yeah. So they're, they're, the plan is for them to meet with him uh, by the 30th of this month. Uh, August. James Harrison, I think, is the first one. He doesn't play for us, obviously, but he was also in the report. He's meeting with Goodell, I believe, Thursday, tomorrow. I thought I saw something a while ago that was like, James Harrison says Goodell has to meet me at my yeah, house or yeah. something. I guess he, he, changed, he changed his stance pretty quickly. So they're all meeting with him. I hope, you know, we don't receive any bad news, but if we do, let it be early. Um, I'd rather have it happen early than happen late, because I think this team is I think we'll be a playoff team. I think we could do some big things this year. Yeah, certainly should be a playoff team, but for the Packers, I mean, that's not really good enough at this point. They it's need not, even another ring. It's not. Aaron I mean, Rogers. last year, last year we we didn't even win the division. We finished in second place, which is insane. I don't think that's acceptable. I think we need to win the division. And yeah, man, this is Aaron Rodgers' prime. So it's the time to get it All done. Right. How many years in the league has it been for the, at this point? Uh, nine. Nine years. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, it's, that's it. And uh, how many years has it been for Romo at this point? Um, more, I, I don't think he started as a rookie, but his he first season was 06, right? Okay, so that's like ten, nine or ten. Then, yeah. You're starting, yeah. And how about these Cowboys? I'm 
tentatively excited. I think there's no way we don't win the NFC East. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Wow. Um, we're going to have third year in a row, we're going to have the best offensive line in the league. We have a future Hall of Famer at quarterback and running <laughs> back, so... <laughs> Des Bryant is a top five wide receiver, and you're not going to And of course, again, you're talking Prescott. Yeah, obviously I'm talking about Dak Prescott. Um, There's a couple injuries, though, you, you might have to worry about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, it's your boy Young Concussion Protocol. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Sorry, yeah. I, I botched uh, letting you get your nickname oh, right. out before. Well, after our, I'll, I'll throw in a quick plug for our uh, Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, that's the most recent pod on the, at least at the time of this recording, on the Brooklyn Rebound feed. Go listen to that with me, Eric, and... Uh, Ladyfinger, but you weren't ready with one on that one, so maybe I just no, no, I wasn't ready, and then you thought I w- thought I wouldn't have one for this time, and like that's Brian's turn. Of course, I've got one. No, I that's really my just baby forget. Boy. It, but all right, so young concussion protocol. We'll go back and drop that in at the beginning. No. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> who are these injury concerns again, though? Uh, Orlando Scandrick's got groin trouble. Another one that I was going to go with for my uh, nickname. Young, young groin trouble. Young groin trouble. <laughs> probably a good idea. Yeah, just get that one. <laughs> Zeke hasn't played yet. I'm not worried about him. Oh, yeah, so he has a hamstring. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Zeke. Yeah. So soft tissue injury. Those could be scary. Mm-hmm. Could be. And then um, I've not seen a lot of work from Tony. I just assume we're just keeping him back and keeping him healthy. One of our defenders, and I'm not going to remember. Uh, I'm not going to remember which one. He won't play for four games. There's a suspension to Rolando McLean as well. We're having a lot of trouble with our uh, edge rushers, too. Demarcus Lawrence will be out for a few games, I think. That's what I'm most worried about. We're going to put up points. Um, okay. It's just if, if we play teams, when we play teams, that can keep up with us and towards our defense. Although on the back end of our defense, I'm not that worried. Byron Jones was really good last year. Orlando Scandrick, when he recovers from young groin trouble. Uh, <laughs> Uh, two years ago, he was the best corner on the team. Mo Claiborne is kind of a net minus player, but Brandon Carr has always been reliable, if nothing else. We'll be okay. And uh, last year, if I recall correctly, the Dallas deal was a bit of a surprise, right? People thought it wasn't going to be as good as it was. Right, the last couple years. We we, we, just, yeah. we don't have players on our defense. Like People expect it to be bad. Um, it just But uh, what's his name? Get some, gets them going. Um, the coordinator. Of course, I'm not going to remember Marinelli. Marinelli, yeah. right, that's right. He, uh, he yeah. couldn't get the Lions together to win a game, but he's got the right. the, the Cowboys D in pretty good uh, shape, or at least good... Um, so are you not worried about the Bullet Skins, Giants, or uh, or the Eagles? I, am, I would like the Bullet Skins to prove to me that they can win eight games this season before, uh, before they'll do it. Before I'll be worried about them, I am never going to be worried about the Giants, and I'm never going to really? be worried about the Eagles, especially. Uh, the Giants made a lot of moves this whole season. Yeah, but the players that they got, like they're, they're paying all star money for Olivier Vernon, who was uh, just okay. It's pretty good. He 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 was good. He's not an all star. Let's they, see. They drafted Eli Apple out of Ohio State corner. He might be good. We'll might see. Be. Yeah. What? So about those Bulletskins, though. What do you guys think? Prediction QB wise. Kirk Cousins versus RG3 this year. Who, Drop off here for better? Kirk Cousins. So who has a better season? Cleveland does not have an offensive line, and I don't see that going well for RG3. Think he's going to get hurt? Yeah, I really do think he's going to get hurt. He has learned how to slide, at least. Yes, he he, it only took him four years or whatever, but <laughs> he has figured it out. I saw proof of it. I like RG3 this year, but... Yeah, I'll be. I can't. I can't. Not even in it. terms of whose team is going to be better, but I mean, no, yeah, just production wise. Production wise, I'm. I'm still going to go. Uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah, just because he has 
Because I've seen Jordan Reed. He's a stud. I've seen, you know, Deshaun Jackson. If he shows up, he can be good. Like, I, I've seen the guys that they have. The Browns, it's more potential. Like, I think they can be. But I haven't seen it okay. just yet for most of their pieces. So. When again, you let the best center in the league walk. So, that's not great. Uh, well, we'll see how he does down in oh, – he's on Atlanta, actually, who we just played. So, But, um, I mean, they let everyone walk for the most part. It's a lot of new, new team – but, all right, actually, going back to the Browns real quick, too, I did like their draft picks, a lot of them so far are looking good. Like I said, mm-hmm. Coleman hasn't really played yet, but this guy, Carl Nassib out of uh, Penn State, I believe it was, he's really shown a lot of flashes in the preseason so far, getting after the quarterback, uh, strip sack the other game, so and recovered the, his own fumble that he got. Wow. So he's looking good so far, maybe some other guys, too. So we'll see, but... um. Why we, not to... If we have to give a prediction for our teams, what would you give to the Browns? Okay, uh, uh, you're talking record-wise. Yeah, record-wise. After looking at their schedule, you know... Okay. You know. Um, I think we're going to be a little better than some people, than the general consensus is. I do think Hugh is a good coach, and I think we'll prove that. That being so, that, that you know, I'm still not making them, uh, saying they're going to make the playoffs or even have that good of a record, but I think they could be a, a 7-9 and nine team this year. Wow, that, that's that's optimistic. That's great. Yeah. I think if the schedule's that, not yeah. ridiculously hard or anything, obviously the in division schedule is always tough. But right, I, I'm gonna predict seven and nine as of right now. All right, I like that. I like the optimism. What um, what do you think for? Well, what do you think for the Browns? For the Browns, I would say six and ten. All right, so one off. Yeah. What, what about you, young, um, growing injury? What was it? Uh, you know, concussion <laughs> protocol. Young concussion. Uh, Young CP. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it for the Browns. No. Meaning? Uh, let's give them another 5 11, a top five pick, and then we'll see what's up. All right. What about your boys? Uh, the pack, I think. I'm looking at the schedule right now because I want to go one by one. I think we could go 13 and 3, 12 and 4, which is, I think I probably said that last. No, last year I think I said 11 and 5. You kind of not lost to the Cowboys? Absolutely so not. Play each other again. <laughs> yeah, we got we got uh, the North. Yeah, the Cowboys have to come to to the. To well, I feel Green like Bay. the Packers and Cowboys played last year, did they not? Yeah, that was our non. That was just a non whatever yeah, game. Yeah, because okay. we finished in the same. Yeah, little this rivalry started. This year yeah. we play the NFC East and the AFC South. So okay. those are the two divisions, two two of the worst divisions in football. Yeah, so. we, we play got the, the North and the North East, East as well. Yeah, so I think we'll go thirteen and three, twelve and four. Probably lose one of the games to the Vikings. Maybe lose to the Seahawks. Uh, I, I like twelve and four for the pack without having looked too much into it yet. Yeah, I don't see why they shouldn't. If everything stays healthy, Eddie Lacy looks really good this preseason. He lost a lot of weight. Finally, hey, I'm on board. So right. we'll see what happens. And how, the, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, if we first of all, not if we, we will not finish below <laughs> ten and six, and we're gonna win the NFC East. They're like. I don't like doing the looking at our schedule. QB that's a win. That's good. a win. That's a good win. for you now. Yeah, yeah. QB. I think he's got he's got my uh, clavicles in in <laughs> so, Romo's body. We're good. He's got both my clavicles. <laughs> Clavicle depth is good for this year. Yeah, I just like I feel very comfortable in our offense, and sure, our defense has got to regress toward expectation at some point. I just feel like this is the year that the offense is going to be able to uh, overperform enough to carry us to okay. to the playoffs anyway. And is it how big of a, a problem is it for you that you can't even lift a pen anymore due to having 
donated both clavicles. Listen, I'm a team player, and I, I guess you it doesn't bother me. You don't have to do a lot of writing anymore. It's all about the uniform. Um, it's all about the star, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's, Cowboys are interesting. I really need to look into them more to make a, a real prediction. But, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I mean, I, I do think both your teams could be pretty good this year. But that's going to lead into my this game I've devised, the season-long challenge. So what's going to end up happening here is we may well have to worry a little bit more about each other's teams than we normally would. Okay. Uh, that's a little teaser for you. But So what this is, is this is a game that's going to have a, a season-long, mainly a season-long component, also a weekly component to it. Kind of fantasy style. I've devised a little point system here. It's going to revolve around our three teams. We're each going to have one team that we go for all season. It's going to be picked randomly from these cards I have. So you could end up getting your own team in the card. I hope we don't all just pick our own team. That won't be as fun, but it could happen. Uh, also, I have a backup. Uh, I have a secondary team that that's like a sister team to these uh, teams, our three teams. So that team is going to be added on as well. Whoever you get, you have to have also have the other one that I listed for them already. And here's what I've got. So it's kind of a points-based thing and it's not just like wins losses or anything like that i do have road wins though down so if your team gets a road win you get 15 points looking at the rookies a production from the teams here each that hardly seems fair well it depends which which team you get the cowboys yeah so if, the, if you get the cowboys <laughs> that's gonna probably be really good for you but right. you'll see a, a couple down the line might be better for other teams so all right all right so each yard gained by a rookie gets one point Okay, so then here's one that might help another team. Could be Cowboys as well. Could be my Browns. Uh, each new starting QB gets 100 points. <laughs> okay. So we're all going to start with a baseline of 100 points for whatever week one our starter is. Okay. Any additional new starting QB from that point, you get 100 extra points. So you know. So you basically start with 800 points. Who does? The, the Browns. Whoever gets the Browns. <laughs> well, you don't start with it. Who knows? Maybe this is the year RG3 plays all at 16. Um, all right. And then I have each punt or kick return touchdown is equal to 30 points. And then I have each pick six. If your team is you know, the recipient of the pick six, you get 20 points. If your QB throws the pick six, you lose 20 points. Uh, going on the losing points thing... If you have a player suspended, any player on your team suspended, doesn't have to be a starter, anyone on the roster suspended, Uh-oh. you're losing 20 points for each game they're suspended. Uh-oh. I might need to tweak that number, I don't know, <laughs> 20 points might be, maybe we'll switch it to 10 each game, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. That doesn't look uh, good for the Cowboys. Now, added on to that, you're going to take a 50-point drop-off, minus 50 points anytime a player involved with your team has a domestic violence incident (laughs) okay all right now we're gonna go and oh and then uh we're gonna go into the weekly component which is so you're gonna have your team could be like the cowboys and the and the sister team i have for them okay you're gonna be able to pick one player each week for both of those teams to score a touchdown if you predict that correctly you will get 10 more points per touchdown Maybe I'll tweak those numbers too. We'll see. But so if I have the Cowboys and the other team, I pick one for each. If both those people do end up getting the touchdown, that's 10 or 20 bonus points. And then I have one other thing. And we could, if you guys have any suggestions, can add those in as well. I didn't want to do anything too basic. But um, then I have a bonus 
uh, points, way to get points is getting back into baseball. I'm going to say if you're a corresponding MLB team, each playoff win they get, that's 15 bonus points for you. Since the Packers don't have a, a team like that, yeah, the Brewers uh, stink. I've made the decision that the Cubs will be the, the Packers. Fair enough. Baseball God team. Damn. Fair enough. Okay. It's close the, enough. The Tribe and Rangers will be making the playoffs <laughs> as well, so anyone should have a fair shot at this. Fair enough. It could be three of the best teams in baseball. It is three of the best teams in baseball, yeah. so. This is true. Each one of those teams is leading there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And is there anything, so that that's, well, first of all, do you guys like this idea so far? I accept this. Do you want to go this season? I, I do like this. This is I fun. Feel like, I I'll feel like I just need a piece not... of paper yeah. kind of letting me know. Yeah, we'll have to keep track of this, obviously. Yeah. I feel week. like we're not subtracting enough points for domestic violence, but I'll, it's, it's your game. Well, if you go, the only, I mean, the new starting QB is 100 points. That's the only one that has a lot of points. 50 points for the, the violence thing. I mean, what, what do you want to make it? Minus 100? I don't know. Whatever seems fair to you. I just yards gained by a rookie. Whoever gets Zeke is. Yeah, we'll see. You said he has some issues already, so we'll, we'll, who right, knows? Right, Maybe right. there'll be a, a who's the rookies on the Packers that could be sleeper picks. Anyone? I mean, that's probably going to be Your a silence is everything. Yeah. But you don't know. We don't know who has been selected for the sis, the Packers sister team. Fair enough. And sure. I'm going to tell you who your sister team is after we make this pick. I have us on the back of these cards written down. Our three teams. I'm going to, let's see, shuffle them around like this. And uh, Eric, I'll let you pick first. That's right. It's not really a shuffle. It's more like, there's only three cards, so it's more like the... It's a domino It's like the game they put up on, you know, a baseball game or whatever on the Jumbotron. The games they used to play on You put some under... Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) that would be like a a folded card with that's a scam. But there's not uh, something you have to keep an eye on here. There's something under every card. All right, which card do you select? Um, Point at it, please. I'm just going to go ahead and divide you guys right now. The middle. Eric is going middle, and he's got the brownie. God damn it. <laughs> it can't be too bad, man. Hey, starting QB could be raking in the points. Enough, and would you like to know what your sister team is? I would love to. And uh, let's see if Marv can figure it out, actually, because I somewhat got this idea from him based on something, uh, not on the podcast, but something he said the other day. Uh... The uh, sister team. Uh, he made naturally. he made a comparison to the to the Browns with this team, and you were actually confused, thinking your Packers were going to play them. This should be obvious at this point. Your Packers were going to play them when you were, uh, you thought they were playing the Browns, and then I said, "Oh, they already played Week One," and then you were like, "Oh no, it's this team Week Two. Uh, at this point, all you have to do is figure out who the Packers played in preseason Week Two. The so. Raiders. That's right. You have the Raiders as well. Oh, okay. Know, you know. The Raiders. So I figured the Browns and Raiders are kind of linked in that way. Like you were saying, my shame here now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Eric's getting drunk, but but Raiders are their offense could be good this year too. Quick question. Yeah. If you get a new starting QB, shouldn't that be a negative thing, not a positive thing? No, because I wanted to. I mean, you would think that in no, because you general, to but whoever got the Browns. Exactly. I wanted. I wanted an interesting wrinkle in here. So you have something to root for. Yeah. Now you okay. can root for that. Brown. All right. I don't. I want to lose now because if I get the Packers, even if I don't get the Packers, I don't want another QB. All right. All right. So now your choice is between your Packers and your Cowboys. I mean, it would be more fun if you. Ended up selecting these cowboys, but let's see. You'll you'll select whatever which one it is, and all right, just point at one, or flip it over. Go ahead. You've got the pack, so you were able to <laughs> you're able to find the pack. Yeah. 
All right, you had the nose for it, so... It's just meant to be, man. That means by default, I'll get the Cowboys, but just to go in, who do you who would you guess the Packers? Sister team that I said the, the sister team for the Packers. Well, so it's not division. I thought it was division at first. No, all these teams, all six of these teams are in a different division okay. as well. Uh, the Patriots? Not the Patriots. Okay, so... Uh, What's something know. that both teams have in common? And might not even be about the players on a team, but just the team itself in general. The... Jets color scheme? I don't know. No, it's uh, the Jaguars. Think the think the city location. <laughs> so Green Bay, Tampa Bay. You got it. There okay. You, you also have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right. as your second team. I like Jameis. I like Jameis. All right, and you, you are a known supporter of perpetrators of sexual assault. <laughs> That's right, and yeah, you 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 know already. Oh, you know at some risk for uh, I didn't put crab li- like theft on here though. You could get suspended for that potentially. You're at risk now. This is true. This is true. Uh, I can't even defend them. And now I have the boys. I will be rooting for my old friend from Ohio State, Ezekiel Elliott, to be packing in the points for me. And I'm sure uh, I'm in trouble. I decided for the Cowboys sister team. Now I've been watching Hard Knocks so far a little bit. I didn't see the newest episode, so but. And the first, I think, in the second episode, Jerry Jones was on it, and it's, it's the Rams. So I picked the Rams because Jerry Jones was saying apparently he was the biggest proponent for of the other owners for moving the team to L.A. And so I picked that as the Cowboys' sister team. Okay. Yeah. So I have the, and just, you know, since L.A. has a new team now, it'll be interesting to keep also a new quarterback. tabs on them a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that might not be looking. I mean, I could be getting points for, and I could easily see them having at least two starting QBs over yeah, the season this year. I could see them having three, maybe. So exactly. So and Cowboys with injuries potentially. I mean, I could be getting points. Any of us could be getting those starting QB points. So I mean, you don't want it to happen, but Aaron Rodgers could get. Hurt. You know, who please, knows? Please don't even say the word. Well, you gotta hope Jameis gets hurt or does bad. Then <laughs> you gotta hope for some Mike Glennon for you to get some points. All right, so is there anything else you guys think to add on to get points for one thing or the other? I mean, we picked our teams now, so it might be helping one team more than too the other. Biased. But too biased, yeah, but anything I might have overlooked. Mm-hmm. What do you think, uh, Young Club? Yeah, I can't think of anything that would be fair for all three teams. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. So, so this is a week-by-week week thing, right? Mm-hmm. So we have the yearly points and then the week-by-week. Week. Each week we're going to pick, I'll pick one Ram and one Cowboy to get a touchdown. You'll pick one Packer to one. Um, I just pick up Brown, who's going to score. Pick a Brown and a Raider. <laughs> okay. And they might not get one, but you have to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you might have the most difficult uh, this slate. This might be a here. problem. I have the most difficult slate. Okay. Uh, okay. This is fun. This I, is fun. I like this. I accept this. Yeah. I can't think of anything right now, but if I do, we'll, you know, we'll mention it in the next podcast and I'll, I'll send okay. it to you. That's right. We probably might get one, at least one more podcast in before week one here anyway, so. We could follow up on that. Maybe we'll get one more that has a little more preview, a general preview. Yeah, this podcast we're mostly focused on our teams we root for, but we, we should, should do one more go. and get a general league preview. Yeah, right. absolutely. Talk on talk on the other teams a bit more, especially if any listeners are fans of another team. So Can't wait to maybe. gush over the Cardinals. Why don't you again? talk about my <laughs> yeah, Cardinals match? Yeah, so let's, so we'll, we'll wrap it up pretty soon. But what are uh, let's go over all, all your QB crushes again? Right? Is there any hot new QB crush for twenty uh, sixteen here? I don't anticipate any hot new QB crushes. It's pretty much okay. So I, I'm just riding with Tom and uh, Pam, but Cam, right? you know, Dak. I'm from Arkansas. We we played him three years in a row from at Mississippi State. If if Dak gets the scene, you never know. I'm sensing a pattern here. 
you really are infatuated with these QBs who have three and uh, three letters in their first name. Here. Tom Dak. <laughs> all right, all right, that's true. Is Dak short for anything anyway, or is that just his name, Dak? What, what kind of? Um, I've never heard of that. I don't think so. D-A-K. I'm pretty sure that's just his name. He was always Dak in. Uh, I'm gonna have to Google this because there's no State. way his name is just Dak, man. Like Dak Hardio, or I don't even know what else it would be. <laughs> It has to Dak be a nickname. Quiz. I don't know. It has to be a nickname. Maybe it's short for Darth Vader. Dak. Where would the K be coming? <laughs> you know, just family wasn't feeling it. Mom made a mistake. So, Mrs. So Mrs. His Prescott name, named him Darth Vader. His name Charlotte. is actually Rain Dakota Prescott. Dakota. Dak, short for Dakota. Rain Dakota's parents are some kind of hippie or something. That's bonkers. Or, or bullet skins. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Yeah, Rain Dakota from Sulphur, Louisiana. So Everything's weird about that sentence, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Well, well uh, I'm the one who's going to have to be rooting for Mr. Prescott to uh, Mr. Dakota to be getting some games in here since the boys are my team. All right, so I guess then, yeah, we'll be doing this. We'll be making our picks, like I said, each week. We'll just go over a quick preview of every game from the next week and make our pick and then whoever uh wins the week should we inst- so when me and Inam first started kind of um doing this maybe it was like two years ago at this point first started picking some games like we were having the loser the one who did less well in a given week the winner would give them like some type of thing they had to do some challenge or something i challenged him to write some real poetry he's a cowboys fan as well Smart when he lost, he had to write some Romoetry, which is, of course, remember that. poetry about Tony Romo. Porque es a loco, mi Antonio Romo. You throw so low. You sometimes end up on the ground and make your knees touch your elbow. Oh, I've got that. Don't, um, don't challenge me with that. No, so that wouldn't be a good challenge for you, maybe. But, but should we... Uh, now it's going to be two losers in the week. Should we have the winner... Um, Give the other two some type of challenge or something to do. We could, we could roll with that. Be a nice wrinkle. Sounds fair. Maybe. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, but you know, we've got this extra thing as well, this fantasy style game. Also, kind of want a, a name for this new game I'm devising, but I haven't thought of anything good yet. Any suggestions? Hmm. I guess not. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not putting you on the spot for that, but. Um, I don't know, I need something catchy, like Mr. or something, but I couldn't... We can come back next week with a rebrand, we'll have a name ready and everything, a logo. It's like the Mr.'s mix-up, because yeah. we're taking each other's teams. Okay, kind of, but Mr.'s like mix-up, that's pretty good. Okay, I just thought... He's been one. thinking about this. Yes. Oh, that was off-dome, guys. I was just... I don't know, it'd be a better mix-up. I do kind of wish you had gotten the, the Cowboys and I had gotten the Packers, just to have are, everyone do a different, but that's all right. Are we... Uh, so, are we... Like, does a winner get anything at the end of the year? Well, yeah, they're, they're going to have to, but I don't know if we need... I mean, that might be something else we have to think about before the next podcast, before the season starts here. I mean, certainly, the, uh, we should be something on the line. There should be a prize. And, right. and same for picks, I'm assuming. So there could be a double winner here. Yeah, we should have two competitions and then one ultimate loser. One or two, I guess the same person <laughs> could win both. Yeah, this is true. And, and in fact, I plan to win both. So. <laughs> no, I mean, this extra one, I mean, at this point, it's kind of luck of the dr- Well, no, it's not completely. That's why we have the weekly wrinkle, because that's how you can, you know, use your own. With these general point things, it's kind of the luck of the draw of what we got. But 
the weak league thing uh, points by choosing a player to get a touchdown. That's how you're going to use your own influence over your, I guess, fantasy skill. It would be at a certain point or you're watching the league, watching the action, okay. predicting who's going to score. Okay. Could even look at a matchup. Maybe your team is playing a team that does bad against tight ends or something. You pick, you know, it's Can I already give you guys a hack for this? Just pick the quarterback. A quarterback hack. Oh, that's right. That's a good point. I thank you for bringing that up. There we go. Uh, Eric, I meant to put the caveat in here. It has to be a position player, okay. not cool, the quarterback. Cool, cool. So a wide receiver, tight end, or any type of receiver or running back. Unless it's a quarterback run, maybe? I guess we could get into being more specific. Like, I don't know, you could say RG3 is going to get a running touchdown. I'm over it. Um, I don't know if we want to <laughs> do that or not. But um, I guess we can, we can. I mean, I guess you could say that my QB is going to run one in or something. Maybe we'll we'll see what we want to do. Okay. All right. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we close up this edition of Misters Irrelevant no. preseason edition? I'm just super excited. Super excited. I'm really nervous. Uh, I believe that both Super Bowl teams from last year are not will not be returning to the Super Bowl. So it's mm. gonna be a gonna be a dope bonkers season. I kind of agree with you. I don't think uh, I never really respected the Panthers to be with. Um, That's right, you didn't. Yeah. So and then the the Broncos. And you're the only one of the three of us to pick the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. I was. And so was Scott I, ultimately, I was the ultimate winner of the, of the year. I but uh, well. you know, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but no, I'm excited, man. Not, we play the Niners on Thursday. Pack week three of preseason. Who do you guys play week three of preseason? Uh, the the Bucks, who are your, that's your sister team. Tampa so. Bay. Yes, yeah, they're looking James. for you. And boys, you know? Uh, we play Seattle this week. All right, good Interesting, luck. interesting. None of our six teams were from that division. But uh, we will get into maybe that division. Next time, we're going to get into some previews. Yeah, yeah, the, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are right Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, thinking they're AFC, but of course. This is what this NFC. podcast was about, shaking off the rust. Yes. That's we're right. Back. Uh, I almost made it to the end without an, an error like that. Can't that wait. wasn't successful. We'll do better next time. We'll maybe talk about this a little bit next time. We'll do a preview, and um, maybe we'll even say a little bit more about who we think is going to win it all, the Super Bowl and all of that. Um, that's going to be it for us. Cheesehead Marv, E-Nam, a.k.a. Young Everything. Young Everything. <laughs> and, and your boy, Padre. And we're out of here. Peace. Statistically, you're one of the best QBs during the season, but sometimes you are so cold with your throws that you are freezing. The pundits love ragging on you as you suffer through pain and agony, but I will still defend you because of my homosexuality. It's a little, it's a little stretch on that round, but I like but, it. Stuff. But I know you eventually take flight, just like you did with Carrie and Jessica all night. You gotta keep your head up, Romo. Because your golf game is tight. <laughs> That's it. The end. Wow. <laughs>